Hey guys, before we get into the podcast, we wanted to give a little background on the name and what you can expect from us. So we are the No Apologies podcast, uh, Apologies with two L's. So in Greek mythology, Apollo is the god of art, poetry, music, etc. And that's exactly what we'll be discussing and more. So no matter the topics, everything is based on our own opinions of certain music, movies, other forms of entertainment, and anything else we might want to talk about. So if that interests you, enjoy, and thanks for checking us out. And if you have any questions or episode recommendations, feel free to reach out to us on any social media platform at Tripolitan. Hey, welcome to the No Apologies podcast. Uh, I'm Rory. And I'm Garrett. And I'm Andrea. Uh, I'm going to just start with myself. I'm from Phoenix City, Alabama. I'm really into entertainment. I've been watching movies my whole life. Me and my dad would go like see movies probably like three times a week, every weekend. And I've just been listening to music forever. I was a music major for a while, but now I'm a journalism major and that's about it for me. And I, as you heard before, I am Garrett Jackson. I am from Monroeville, Alabama. Um, This is my fourth and final year at Troy University. I am a multimedia journalism major, minoring in public relations. Kind of like what Rory said, um, not to beat a dead horse, but I have been watching films, like he said, all my life. Um, I was in band for... Lord, eight, nine, almost ten years. Um, so I also love music of all genres. Um, music is art, and I love art in any form. Um, I guess where I got started with a passion for entertainment journalism was from a very young age, probably from I'd say six or seven. Um, I began watching film trailers because in 2007, that's when YouTube first came out. And I remember it like it was yesterday because that's when they all started putting film trailers for upcoming films on YouTube. And they were very cinematic and it just made me fall in love with cinematography, editing, and all things involving film and journalism and entertainment. So that is it for me. Um, So I'm Andrea and I'm a senior graphic design major. Um, And I've been working with the CHOP for like four years now. And I like to write about music, and I really got into music kind of when I was young, but I didn't realize it was, like, TV shows that got me into stuff until my aunt got me a Guitar Hero game when I was, like, eight, and it was, like, an Aerosmith one, and then that kind of let me dive into other, like, classic rock, so then I got into other rock genres and just, like, any genre of music now. I listen to, basically, I say I listen to anything except for what I don't like. So, (laughs) yeah, so I kind of just do that, and... Yeah, I guess that's it for me. Smooth. (laughs) All right, y'all. So what do we think about Billie Eilish's new album, Happier Than Ever? Let's talk about it. What do we think? Okay, I like Getting Older. I actually liked most of the album a lot more than I thought I was going to. I I have never listened to an album by her before. Mm Mm-hmm. I didn't even know if she wrote her own music. That was something I was really interested in because I know a lot of pop artists don't. Same So I looked it up, and her brother helps her write it, and I thought that was super cool. Mm -hmm. And they're both really talented musicians, but I think if I had to pick my favorite songs, it was like Getting Older, I Didn't Change My Number. Um, NDA, Therefore I Am, and like... Of course, happier than ever, but yeah. Yeah. I really enjoyed it. Yeah, that's great. I would say the first time I listened to it, though, I wasn't impressed. Mm -hmm. I think, I mean, things do grow on me, obviously, as I listen to them. Mm -hmm. But the second time, I think it was me wanting to give her a benefit of a doubt. Yeah. That it was a a pretty good album. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It wasn't impressed, though. Yeah. Honestly. And, like, honestly, I was that way, too, because I had just recently gotten into her music and her albums and her aesthetics and everything. And that, yeah, that's coming from someone who's and, I've listened to her before and I yeah, like her stuff, so I'm not uh-huh. attacking her. And so like with me, like it wasn't like that. I'd never heard a song of hers fully mm-hmm. unless it was a TikTok audio, you know. Yeah. So I listened to it from start to finish because that's just how I am when yeah. I review, of course, start to finish. Now there were some good transitions um, on a few songs. Oh, speaking though. of, like that's what I was about to get into. Um the transition from getting older to I didn't change my number. The dog mm-hmm. growling. Yeah. I cannot tell you. Was how it much at I, the beginning? It was um, at the beginning. Was yeah. it a dog growling? It was a dog growling. I, yeah. I didn't think it was a dog growling because I I blasted it on my speakers uh-huh. and, <laughs> You're like, and oh, someone talked. And talking. it's well, that's what I think it is, and it's super distorted. Yeah. And then she's just like, okay. Yeah. And and then if you listen to the song, it kind of makes sense because yeah. it's like about. I just always uh, assumed because she has a dog. Yeah. She has yeah. A dog. Well, I, don't, I, I thought mean, it was maybe. someone talking. No, I make because of, I mean the song's like. Let me tell you why I think that makes sense because in Bury a Friend that that yeah. song. 
there's someone talking in a very distorted, like demonic voice mm-hmm. in the back. So it that could be sense. like a callback to that's something a like fin- that. That's a Phineas um, thing, I think, um, honestly. Well, I, I just thought it made sense within context of the song because she's like, um, I, I didn't change my number. I changed who I believed in. Yeah, mm-hmm. and that I love that lyric. I thought the lyrics on this album were like amazing. Like, yeah. I thought uh-huh. they were super relatable. But like, she's the whole song's about like. Uh, realizing that someone isn't good enough for her and that they're stressful and like toxic in their life and that's why I thought it was someone talking because yeah. when she's like okay it's just like whatever I don't need you in my life yeah mm-hmm. I really um, so to me like the reason why this album kind of at certain points at least um, and Rory like you may be able to relate to it I think you will but like Andrea I know you most certainly will because you're female um, but like the reason I personally like kind of got I want to say teary eyed at some point during this album is because like the song Lost Cause for me like it really it pulled my heartstrings mm-hmm. like it hit really? somewhere I didn't know because here's the thing all my life when I'm not into trailers or films or cinematography um, it's music and one like overall arcing theme that is common with me is like women getting what they deserve after they've been mistreated and that comes from a lot of stuff that I experienced growing up obviously I won't get into it but um in this song like uh, Lost Cause I mean she's literally talking about how um I think in my notes um I said she's calling out a man on his BS Mm -hmm. you know and I love that and to me there's nothing better than you know when a man gets called out by a female artist in a song for how he has mistreated her um, like Carrie Underwood, you know, like two black Cadillacs. In that case, he gets called out and he gets murdered. So two for two. <laughs> but yeah, um, anyways, continue. Yeah, I mean, I don't, like, I feel like the lyrics, and there's some good lyrics. Mm-hmm. I feel like it was kind of repetitive. The That's theme? A- I thought the theme was repetitive. Like, especially the first half of the album. Yeah. Just, I don't know. Yeah, well, yeah. I don't, I'll even... Sorry, I'll even go as far as to say that some of it sounded like elevator music and the producing was kind of weird. And this is coming from someone who knows nothing about producing, yeah. but I don't think it worked. Like, there's some there's some musicians who do weird stuff, but it works. Like, it makes sense. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Some of it didn't make sense to me. Like It was, like, trying to be too different. Like, what, the noise or, like... Well, just sometimes the they were stuff. just, like... I can't remember what song. I think it may be overheated. Like, Billy Bossa Nova? Oh, I did not like that song. It sounds like elevator music. Now, she is talking about going to a hotel, like, meeting somebody or something. So I was like, maybe this is intentional. Yeah. Sounds like elevator music. Here's the music. thing. I wrote down in my notes about Billy Bossa Nova that the only thing that stood out to me was the style. It is a Bossa Nova. I mean, yeah. It combines I just two did elements. It. I didn't that like is, the song. That is it. <laughs> like, in terms of the actual, like, content of the song, I mean... I think I read on here, yeah, in my notes, it's the album's first track to get you hot and bothered, which is appropriate due to the next track, which is Oxytocin. Which is like, can we talk about how awkward this is for Phineas to have to listen to her sing this? What if he wrote it? Yeah, it could be his story. I don't know. (laughs) Yeah, we don't know if he wrote it. No, like Oxytocin. That is one, though, that I did come back to when I first listened to it. Here's the thing about Oxytocin. I heard it the night it came out. Literally, the night it came out. That was the first song that I listened to. And I said in my notes, this song makes me want to throw on leather. Because, like, it is, it's it's just that song. It makes me want to throw on leather. It makes me want to go to a bar. It makes me want to take someone home. Like, I mean, literally, it's, yeah. it's that vibe. You I know? mean, that's what it's about. I yeah. mean, if you read the lyrics. Uh, I don't know what you're... Well, okay, I kind of get what you're saying about, like, the production. There is sometimes, like, overheated. There is this, I don't know what instrument it was, but there is some Eastern thing going I on. I kind of liked overheated, and, I feel like. I like the the uh, transition from oh, my responsibility yes, yes. into overheated. Yeah, what was that it? That was uh, really good. I think, um, there was one song. I think it may have been overheated. Uh, no, it wasn't. There was one song where she was just singing. Oh, it was Goldwing. Like, when she actually starts singing and stuff, yeah. and she does the down part where she's singing about going down or something it uh sounds like a spy movie and i was like okay that is kind of weird yeah but but also my question is like goldwing like was one of the ones that stood out to me because of the name because it's whenever, a- angelic whenever i'm in the beginning vocals yeah. yeah because whenever the thing is whenever i go to review a new album or even a new artist i actually like look at the song titles first which i know a lot of people do that and Usually, if I can automatically tell what the song is going to be about by the song title, I'm drawn away from it. Because I know it's going to be very cookie cutter. Which, 
Billy is not. I, I will that. say that I didn't expect any of these sounds from this album. No, there was a few not. of them, and I was like, "Yeah, this makes sense." Yeah, yeah but yeah. I completely did not. I expected it. You did? But, but that's I feel like pop music has just been building up towards a lot of stuff like this, like. Charlie XCX's uh, past albums have like noise and stuff, and this album has noise. Mm-hmm. And like noise has been around since like the 90s, or for a long time, and it's just now getting like super popular, like within usage, like happier than ever. Like the end when it's all that like distortion and yeah. whatnot. I'm like, this is like 90s. Like yeah. I'm just listening to distorted guitars. Yeah. And also, well, maybe we bring up this later, but. Why did we not end with Happier Than Ever? Why did yes. we put Mel Fantasy... And I yes. love Mel Fantasy, but why do we put it at the end? Because it makes no sense. Yeah. Happier Than Ever is the perfect, like, climactic song. It ends it, and kind of <laughs> makes you want to go back to the beginning. Yeah. Yeah. Why did they... Why... I don't get the order, and it just seems so, yeah. like, not cohesive to me. The whole yeah. album seems very not cohesive. Uh-huh. And I, like, I agree. But like, at the, the same placing. time, redundant. Yeah, like, the, the placing of songs, like, especially, like, with Mel Fantasy, is just hard to understand for me as well. And actually, that's something that, like, like I noted was um, it came up later I think after the album's release but of course people started accusing her of queer baiting and I often wondered when I was really looking at the lyrics of male fantasy I'm like is this why or could it play a part in why people think she's queer baiting well I think well uh, I don't know never mind well, that was like. I personally like. Um, I, have you seen the video for? Um, I mean, I personally don't have a dog in this fight. I don't care if she is or isn't intentionally queer. I didn't get anything from that from the album. So not from the album. Yeah, but no. from the video. Oh, yeah. Lost Cause. Oh yeah. From the oh video. yes. Because I did watch that. It was. I get. Listen, I get the point of the video is that it looks like they're in this guy's house, or she's in. A, she has a closet with a bunch of guys' clothing, and she's like, "Forget you. Here's a bunch of like women, and we're hanging out, and we're saying like." Let's forget about this person mm-hmm. who, like, did me wrong. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But the girls are kind of unnecessarily on each other in a way that's, like, you can't just be, like, well, girls can be on each other and people think that they're gay just because they're, you know, friends. But it's, like, mm-hmm. I don't know. It could be considered queer baby. I don't necessarily yeah. think it was intentional. Honestly, no. At this point, I think, like, I haven't watched it yet, so that's why I was asking y'all's opinion on it. But I just think, like, literally, it's art. Whoever perceives it to be queer baiting can absolutely perceive it to be queer baiting and yeah. choose to not listen to it. But I think the main problem was because she didn't address it. Yeah, yes, from a PR. And in one of her songs, she says she's getting better at admitting when she's wrong. Uh-huh. And I thought about that. I was like, well, maybe yeah. just say, I didn't mean to do this. That's yeah. getting older. Address it. Yeah, I thought getting older was a super intro or like I introspective like uh, song. Yeah. yeah. It also has it was the title name on it, like Happier Than Ever. She says that in that song. Yeah. And when I first listened to the album, I was like, I think it okay. opens it nicely. <laughs> yeah. It makes sense. No, I, I love Getting Older. I think it is one of the best songs. And I actually, I didn't talk about it when I first started talking about this album, but My Future is I a, really liked it when yes, it first came yeah, out. I, I really, love and That's like future. one of the stronger ones on the album for me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, I think a lot of the singles, even that she put out way, like, a year or two ago, like, mm-hmm. they're kind of better to me. Yeah, yeah, they are. And honestly, it's so interesting, like, now that you mention it, because, like, that's what I was kind of tossing in my head yesterday was like, she is definitely an artist for me that like when I listen to something for the first time, I don't come back to it for a very long time. But when I do, it's like, no wonder I, I kind of liked it the first time. It's good, you know? Well, that was my problem is I didn't, I, there's so many songs I listen to and I have to, like, I really want to go back and listen to it mm-hmm. a bunch of times after. I didn't have that with this album. After yeah. I listened to it the first time, I, I only listened to like Oxytocin Getting Older and like happier than ever a few times because yeah. it was in my recently played. Yeah, and like my whole thing is like I don't know if this is how you are or how you are, but like I mean, with me and like when it comes to albums, I personally prefer to find an album where I can just put it on and just let it play. I don't want to have to go through my playlist and be like, okay, I like this song, I like this song, and be nitpicky, you know? I want to find an album where it's like, oh, just put it on and listen to it and drift off into space, you know? And I don't think this one did that for me. I did that last night when I listened to it again. Yeah. And I wasn't necessarily bored with it, but I wasn't paying attention as much as I... Yeah. There was nothing to catch in the background, because I like to do that. I like to listen to where you can find new things every time you listen to it. Didn't find anything interesting to me. I... When I listen to music... I sit down and um, I'm just by myself and I don't think about anything else. And most of the time I sit there and I read the lyrics as I go mm-hmm. through it. I do too. Because it, it helps me like feel 
like I'm paying attention to everything I that's going on. I listen first and then I listen again and I watch the yeah. videos. Yeah, and I never watch music videos pretty much. Oh, like, okay. they come on and I'll watch it every once in a while on YouTube, but... I uh, did once, like, have a thing where, like, it was all about music videos for me when I was younger. Like, like early 2000s, like, between 2005 and 2010. Like, I mean, Gaga came out in, like, 2008 and, like, her music videos were yeah. absolutely different. spot on. Yeah. They were different, but... Honestly, it's difficult unless you have an extreme budget and a very creative genius. Now, NDA had a really great... I liked the editing mm-hmm. in that music video. And yeah. the cars in it were real. Honey, let it me was tell you like, something. That one kind of made, made, like, made me feel something if for a second. Anything, if anything I can say about this album is I've done a lot of research on the music videos behind it because I decided to just you know go down a rabbit hole one day. Um, the, the amount of like... I don't know how to say this in an appropriate way, but the amount of bad, insert explicit word, that, like, she put into these music videos, like, is insane. Yeah. Because literally, the snake was real in Lost Cause, the cars were real. Well, that was your power. Your power, my bad, yeah. And then, like, the the cars were real, the water, and, like, her swimming through the water and everything, that was real. I literally was on TikTok one day, and they were like, what green screen hurt her? And I'm like... Don't say that. Like, I love it, you know? Yeah. I mean, it's clear that she put a lot of thought into it. Uh Uh-huh. But, I don't know. Like, the videos are good. I I enjoy the videos. Mm -hmm. And then, like, another thing I mentioned in my, uh, at the end of, like, my notes, because the way I have my notes set up is, like, I have, like, song and then, like, what I thought about it. And, like, at the end of it all, I said, like, basically, you know, I admire her for doing that and for taking that leap forward and doing the extreme because... I think what contributes to her doing something like that and choosing that strategy is, at least when it comes to music videos, not all artists do, but I think when she does that, it causes her mind to open up in a different way that, like, it normally doesn't. Because that's why I'm an adrenaline junkie. Like, if I go to, like, an amusement park and ride a coaster, like, I'm automatically inspired afterwards. It just does something to your brain. I don't know. I can't explain it. But that's why I think she does the extreme things. But anyways, moving on. So, also, I feel like this album again is redundant and I get that her vocal like how she sings is a specific way and her own style so like I get that but it's it's very like it makes it boring I think because she's constantly singing in the same like low slow tone Mm -hmm. throughout the entire thing I thought that was the theme I enjoyed that because like when she yeah but when she opens up though like on getting older she just sounds so tired and like you know subdued and then that's what I thought the theme was going into the album. And it, it, it's, like, well, so like, prev- prevalent, though, like, on NDA. In, yeah. Like, because she's, like, non-disclosure agreement. Uh, she's tired of stuff like that. She's tired of all these, like, relationships and how they end and how they treat her. And, like, that's why I was okay with her vocals being like that because it was the theme. She didn't want to go out and, like, show off. She's just tired and she's tired of what fame has done to her. As so yeah. many people do, like with their second albums or whatever entertainment product they Netflix. do, they focus on how fame has affected them. Yeah. And I don't know. I think it's just super. I think that's honestly a strategy that a lot of artists use, particularly female artists, because let me tell you something. Gaga did the same thing. So in 2008, she came out with the fame. That's talking about the glorious side of fame the money, the power, the wealth, everything that you could ever want. And then 2009, 2010, the fame monster. It's the dark side of fame. It's like what she doesn't like, the the bad relationships, the abuse, people you know, taking advantage of her. I think Billy did the same thing. And honestly, I, I'm not mad at it. I love it because in multiple TikTok interviews, I saw where she was talking about how, or not TikTok interviews, regular interviews. But anyways, I saw her talking about how like it was such a cathartic process writing this album. I get that. And like I can I can see that because it's clearly reflective in the lyrics. Like yeah. honestly, and I was I mentioned this in my notes. I would have paid money to see her in the studio recording like happier than ever. Yeah. Those screams, can you imagine? Well, that's the thing, like when she does open up her voice, which on this record is really the first time we've ever heard her like yeah. use her full voice. Like on, I think it's on oxytocin. Like she still sounds very tired. Like you said, like it doesn't yeah. really, it doesn't feel like she's really trying, mm-hmm. and she doesn't open up until happier than ever. Yeah. And I think it might go with the theme just because now she's saying she's happier than ever. It makes yeah. sense mm-hmm. that she would be more free in her vocals. Yeah. And I'm making a prediction right now. I think because um, this was her second album, correct? 
Yeah. Okay, I'm making a prediction now. Like, let the podcast record it. That, like, her next album will be, I think, touching on topics of freedom and being free. Because Lana Del Rey, another artist I love, um, her, I think, third album as well, or fourth album, I can't remember, something along the lines of third or fourth, talked about freedom and being free and, like, finding yourself and everything and not, you know, having anything or anyone hold you back. Well, I think by then people are, like, kind of getting the hang of their own style. Like, I think with this album she was trying to figure out a new sound for herself mm-hmm. and kind of like when you look at like say disney channel stars like trying to prove something yes. or trying to break out of some mold uh-huh. you know i think that she did kind of was trying to do that with this album. yeah but like yeah. also do y'all think like you know this is just kind of a random topic but like what do you think like it's like for her as a young artist like that's 19 in the music industry well like, she sings about it on this album that's yeah. what i'm saying like the nda the non-disclosure agreement she was like i have to get boyfriends and get a non-disclosure agreement mm-hmm. so they don't tell them that I hang out with them. Yeah. And stuff like that. And I think that's what this album is about. I mean, she wrote these lyrics with with her brother. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure they've both received a lot of success. I'm, like, I think this, is, this album is her telling us how she feels about it. And I don't blame her. I would be mad if I was famous too. There's so much paparazzi and, like, yeah. you yeah. lose so much of your privacy, I feel like. Yeah. yeah. But... I feel like I feel like she really emphasizes that in um which song was it? It's the spoken word one. Oh, um, uh, that was one of my responsibility. favorite yes. songs it's on the powerful. album. Yeah. Yes, I wanted uh, to talk about that. Like, just it was so good because it's just like uh, she just talks about how people like judge others for all these yeah. things they never see that they never care to think about. Yeah, she said, you have an opinion about my opinion. And what I Yes, or or she's like, you have an opinion about my body, but you've never seen it. Yeah. And stuff like that. And I'm like, okay, that I really get behind this. And Mm -hmm. it's just, it's very empowering because it's just like, why do you think like this? Why do you care? Like, like, people are anxious about their own things and she's just kind of pointing it out. And she's like, if you're anxious about this, then why would you make other people feel that way? Yeah. Yeah. And like, that's something that I hinted on. And like, you know, um, what I wrote down in my notes about this personal song was that like, I think this track is going to like impact so many individuals that are faced with ridicule for like, you know, body positivity or, you know, whatever it is, choosing how you want to dress no matter what. I think... Young girls in particular will hear this for the first time and they'll be moved by it, especially if they've ever been put through something of, don't dress that way, don't show skin, you know? Mm-hmm. And we're in South Alabama, so that's prevalent, you know? So, yeah. But, you know, definitely one of my favorites, not my responsibility. Like, not gonna lie, like, I mean, I almost like shed a tear listening to it because it was like, you know, it hits home, like, especially mm-hmm. as an empath. Like, you listen to it and it's like, I can only imagine. And it's like right in the middle of the album, too. Yeah, yeah, it's a good placement. Let's talk about lossless music and how superior apple is to spotify that's all right you heard it here from me i agree okay i think i agree here we go the thing is uh apple music okay so they updated most of their catalog and by the end of this year it's all going to be cd quality and sometime in the future it's all okay it's going to be like what they call high res lossless which is um lossless audio is 16-bit or 44.1 kilohertz, right? Mm -hmm. And then high-res is 24-bit or 192 uh, kilohertz. Mm -hmm. Can you explain to me? What is is a discernible difference between the two? Like, if people are really going to If you put a CD... Okay, in my opinion, you're not going to hear much difference between lossless and what you hear now. Like... You would hear it if you put a CD in, like, into a record player, maybe your car. But most things aren't su- supported for lossless. Like, you have to have the adapter and, uh, like, powerful headphones. You can't have, like, uh, a lightning to uh, your phone. Like, you have to have the adapter. And even then, it's not going to support high-res or Dolby Atmos. So, like, so I did try to experiment with mm-hmm. Spotify versus Apple. And so I put it on just like a normal speaker, yeah. like a little small box speaker, and then I also just listened to it on my phone. 
Is is that a reason I may not have heard? Yes. Such a huge difference. The well, I was actually gonna get into that because I feel cheated by Apple, but I was I have Sennheiser headphones and they're you know they're all right. They're pretty powerful, powerful than most. And I was listening to Dolby Atmos for a lot of albums last week, which Dolby Atmos sounds kind of weird, like the mixing, the vocals are just kind of in the background, but. Is that what Spotify has? No. Okay. I don't know what. I'll explain why I asked that in a minute. But, like, for whatever reason, this week, I go to listen to Dolby Atmos stuff, and I can't anymore. It tells me it's not supported. So, like, something happened between last week and this week for me to not be able to listen to that anymore. And And I think, like, with me personally, like, I mean, I don't have, like, a professional, like, set of headphones. I literally have used the same pair of Beats by Dre since, like, 12th grade. Um, But there is a, all I can say is, there is a notable, like, obvious difference when I listen to something on Spotify and I listen to something on Apple Music on either headphones or, like, just regular phone speaker. The only thing, okay, the only thing that was different to me, to me, was that on Apple it sounded, now louder yes. yes yes it was like on spotify it was more like blended yeah with the it's vocals they and the guitar and stuff. their music they what spotify compresses their music so it's easier to stream oh that makes sense it's not yeah. that wow. it sounded worse or better even yeah, no. but it's it was just, just quieter like different yeah, yeah. It's quieter. it sounded quieter. like smoother kind of i was uh-huh. like and but like, I didn't know if I like I still mm-hmm. liked Apple when I went back to it so and like, like there were there was literally like I don't know I <laughs> I compare the TikTok algorithm itself to, like, Swiss cheese. It's got all different kinds of holes, and you can fall in different kinds. So, one day I fell down one, and it was literally, like, basically talking about how, um... Crap, what were they talking about? (sighs) Basically how on Spotify you can go in and you can adjust, like, how you want to hear your music, which I'm pretty sure you can do Like, equalizing. Yeah, yeah. yeah, But you you can can do that that. with Apple, too. You can do that with Apple, too. And I'm like, why is... What's the point? You can do it on your Mac. I mean, in your settings, but, like, I'm pretty sure... Spotify has one of those like EQs where it's like sliders, yeah, yeah they right. Do. And so. I can do that on my MacBook, but I can't do it on my phone. Mm-hmm. On on my phone, all I can do is like bass reducer, mm-hmm. bass booster. You <laughs> know, like what, um, okay. <laughs> what's a like? If you could tell the audience like what a good this is kind of random, but like what a good set of like headphones would be to like really tell the difference. Like, well, the only way it's gonna work is if you get. Uh, wired he- headphones, mm-hmm. like Bluetooth headphones, aren't gonna play good quality. Yeah. Um, you would have to get like an aux cord. Yeah. With a three point five millimeter jack to go in your car or yeah. whatever. That's the only way it's gonna work is if you have one of those aux cords. And even then, it's not gonna be the best. Like they make the adapters you can buy for aux cords like that. They make like thirty dollar ones that are way more powerful and you can like get high res and stuff yeah and i don't know right now lossless it sounds better i think it sounds more clear but like once their entire because they're going to update their entire library to have high res lossless and once that comes out it's going to be really really good if you can listen to it and see here's the thing i really think like listening to albums in an environment like I shouldn't say environment but I guess like in settings rather mm-hmm. like that um, if it's an album that like really and truly when you get down to it tells a story through sound it could be it's like probably important to a surreal experience yeah. oh I noticed this for classical music I listened to a ton of classical music and I was listening to Mahler like symphony number no. five and seven and i was hearing stuff i've never heard before yes. and i was like okay was this is it. yes yeah. it was on apple and it was in lossless mm-hmm. i downloaded it had on my mac i was just playing it through my record player mm-hmm. and i was I'll like i gotta do that i love that <laughs> yeah and you want to know something that happened to me too because um lana has an album kim Chells over the country club she basically just hit the record button in the studio and apparently not until I listened to it and bought the album on Apple Music did I discover when you like listen all the way to the end and like even at the beginning of some songs you can hear them moving around in the studio mm-hmm. you can yeah. hear the drumsticks you can hear the paper rustling it's like small things like yeah. that just make I love that make, uh, it's just amazing I love it I don't know why but I do so also I have beef with Spotify because of their interface what is especially that? on the phone like how it looks yeah. how you can navigate through it I think it's terrible. Yeah. It's confusing. I it's so most like people, Apple is so simple. Most people would disagree with us, I feel like. 
Why? But but the reason I feel like for that is because I learned about this when I was a music major. But uh, like music in the 1990s and whatnot was different because you had to buy CDs and you to get like a playlist you had to burn CDs. You know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah, now yeah. we can just choose whatever song we want next or whatever playlist we want and we don't have to sit there and listen through an entire album mm-hmm. like say if it was a record or a cd or something yeah so that's why i think spotify appeals to so many more people yeah because making playlists it's kind of harder especially if you're on the phone because you can only add like one one song at a time right on the phone really like, yes I think so. yes for spotify yeah. especially no like you on your only... computer you can add multiple at once i believe Dang. yeah i was gonna say people like it more because of that because well all the playlists that I like and i still use it every once in a while but on my phone i just find myself not going to it and but also like i under i understand like with spotify like a lot of students use it for student discount does yeah. apple does apple do a student no discount? they okay. do oh they do it's they 4.99 do. okay well that's great Have but i've been 9.99 this whole time when they started they did it well i'm oh. paying <laughs> i'm paying full price for premium on spotify so I really but spotify comes with hulu um that so is true. i get that appeal yeah that's good brand which i've thought i've found like apps where i could transfer all my music from apple to spotify yeah really? and I've, yeah and oh, i've done that mm-hmm. but i just haven't committed to paying for spotify over apple yet yeah yeah, yeah. Because i don't blame it's you so hard to like you when you you can't pull up a whole artist like discography and stuff in front of you or like yeah, yeah, a yeah. list of songs uh-huh. it's, it's just playlists yeah it's just it's, endless playlists yeah like they may it, have a what? better algorithm i think that's why people like it more. they do play re- the other the other day i was listening actually it was yesterday when i was listening to trying to figure out the lossless thing i another artist came up that i never heard of after i was listening to something and i was like oh mm-hmm. this is good let me yeah. keep it yeah but um i just don't like how Whenever you get, and this is just a small complaint, literally, I could care less at the end of the day, but when you get in your car, it changes. Oh, it has car mode now. I saw. I don't like that. What's up? Car mode is basically when you get in your car, it switches, and all you see is... It's very minimal. ...the toggle thing at the bottom and the title. You don't see artwork, you don't see the video, you don't see anything. For me, that's what gets me excited, is when I see... Okay, but if you're driving... I, I get, get it. it. I get it. That, that's what I'm saying. I get why they did it. And I applaud Spotify for it, for being safety first. But at the end of the day, if I'm in the passenger seat or if I'm going somewhere like to campus where I literally go every single day, yeah. sometimes seeing artwork, like out, like the artwork on Lana's album, wow, I can't talk, that gets me excited and inspired. You know, just seeing it on the Spotify cover or Spotify, you know? Yeah. So when you're in car view or car mode, you don't see anything. Just... Another thing I don't like, though, is when you, you can't, like pre-add an album like you can on Apple oh, yes. and have it show all the songs on the album. Mm-hmm. You end up having to buy the, not buy but download the single and then go back and download the same thing later yeah. on. Mm-hmm. It like doesn't make any sense to me. Yeah. Apple is just so much easier. Apple is easier. And I hate having to pay for it like that. Mm-hmm. Like, I, just, I feel like Apple has just Okay, but us I have in, to but. I have to I have to mention this because we're on the topic of like music streaming uh, platforms. <laughs> Does anyone still use Pandora? How are they no, still in business? No, you like Pandora? Okay, you don't. <laughs> I don't. I'm okay. like, how are they still in business? They're like, not that good. Uses. Now, I used to use iHeartRadio, and it's terrible too, but <laughs> that's how I used to stream. I haven't used Pandora since like 2013. My mom literally looked me in the face the one day. The only people I know who use Pandora still are like, no offense, older people. No, my mom, that's what I was about to say. My mom literally, she looked at my uh, bank transactions one day and she saw where the Spotify premium price came out. And she was like, why don't you just use Pandora? I'm like, mom. Also, there's still ads. So you don't yes. have ads. Yeah. So yes. I don't know. Like, come on, mom, update. <laughs> let's let's get you updated to Spotify or Apple Music or something, anything. Besides so, I remember trying Pandora when I was like 14. And I was like, yeah, I'm just going back to YouTube. Yeah, it's kind of <laughs> yeah. Like, and it's really like boring to look at. It's just blue yeah, and it's a very and like, all you see is the album cover. You yeah. don't see anything oh, else. Yeah. And even like how it, like the algorithm and stuff, like how it brings up new music and stuff. Yeah. It's just not that great to me. Well, that, that's what I love about Apple Music is they have a better aesthetic, mm, in my yeah. opinion. I don't and like it's simple. It's so easy. To I use. don't like the black and uh, green that Spotify has going on. Mm-hmm. I like the gradient that Apple Music yeah, has and yeah. like how you when you put I'm, I think Spotify has this now too but when you listen to an album it takes an album cover and it puts a gradient of that in the background oh my god and uh, I also love I don't I don't know if Spotify has this either but like uh, for a lot of albums like the lyrics go down now oh. as they sing oh, yeah, and they rap do. and yeah. that's a really cool feature but at the same time I don't like that but let me but tell Spotify's you but Spotify's also started stuff with like 
they put information about yeah. the lyrics and stuff like that. Like they're really trying to make it more personal yeah. with like, uh-huh. the artists well, at least. Uh, I remember reading and something about And I that. will say Apple gets a lot of lyrics wrong a lot of the time. I will agree they're with you. They're never that accurate. Yeah, and I'm glad you mentioned the green and the black and like the, the branding colors for it because let me tell you something. Do y'all remember LimeWire back in the day? Yeah. That's what it reminds me of now that you mention it. Because LimeWire, all, when you pulled it up, all you saw was green and yellow. True. Like, oh, green. I used That's to use MP3 school. Mm-hmm. Like, and you mentioned because, like, you used to have to burn CDs back in the day if you wanted your own personal playlist, because I did that. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, yeah, that, that makes sense. Like, I made that connection. Green, LimeWire, Spotify. Mm, interesting connection. Just a random side note. You want to know what the first thing I put together was on, like, this little stupid MP3 I had. Mm. It was Garth Brooks. Oh, God. And... Oh, no offense, Garth Brooks. I love Garth Brooks. I love, I love Garth, Garth Brooks. Brooks. I love Garth Brooks. It's just, no, the reason I said, oh, God, is because, like, I sang it at a, I sang one of his songs at a talent show in third grade. It was the worst <laughs> mistake oh, of my life. Um, but, yeah. it was the High School Musical love 2 him. CD. Okay. Oh, like, work. Respect. I love it. That's a good combo. Two opposites. I burned a CD when I was like nine, and it was all Beatles music, and my sister did it for me. Right on. Yeah. Right I I've burned CDs lately. Really? Oh. I yeah. There was so. What do you use? Just my Mac. Like what platform yeah. though? Do you like just? I was burning it. Oh, I actually. So I had to like audio record because mm-hmm. it, it was not like um it was not like on iTunes or anything. I didn't pirate. Don't worry. Um, I was about to say, like, that's what I had it to was do. Like well, did you buy an album or is it something no, that streamed? No, it was just like some ran- So, okay, it was, the, it was the 95, what is it, radio pollution Pearl Jam thing where everybody was at oh, their yeah. house and they performed, like, a bunch of bands were there. It was great, whatever. Mm-hmm. And so it was like the whole radio broadcast. And I was like, I have to have this just in case it's not on the internet forever. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> yeah, this I is great. Uh-huh. Yeah, and so I would, like, burn the whole thing. And. You know what made me so angry? I burned um, Pearl Jam's Unplugged performance, MTV, because I was like, my whole life I was like, I have to find this on vinyl or something, and they never put it on a vinyl. Mm -hmm. And once I burned it onto a CD, guess what? They released it on vinyl for everybody, and they released it on iTunes. Yeah. So I was like, ugh. Speaking of, speaking of vinyls, like, and this is a random side note, but I've been noticing a lot of the bands and, like, individual artists that I follow and keep up with, um... They have been getting incredibly creative in vinyl design. Oh my god, yes. No, they're not. Don't even talk about this. Have you ever picked up a record from the 1970s? The Sticky Sticky Fingers Rolling Stones album, you could unzip Unzip. the pants. That was pretty cool, yeah. Wow. Those records nowadays don't even compare to There was one at the Antique Shop here in Troy. They had one without the record. It was just a sleeve and I almost bought it because it was just the one where you could unzip it. Yeah, I have one. My da- it's at my house in Phoenix City, and then I also have a Led Zeppelin three, and the faces in their turn, and it it puts well, no, other pictures. I'm not in. saying the they weren't creative before, yeah. but like. So well, I mean, they're cool designs and they're cool pictures, that's but also I, what I'm saying is people used to play into yeah. the record part. Yeah, and like, yeah. well, the one that I saw that it's really coming back though, even yeah, the sets and stuff. The one, the one that really yeah. sparked my interest with this whole creative vinyl concept was. There's a metal band that I follow. They're, they sing all about works of literature and like horror films, so right up my alley. Um, but they're called Einstein Kills. And basically, they're um, perfect. Their um, album, uh, The Silver Scream, I think is what it's called. It talks about all the classic horror films from like the 70s and the 80s and whatnot. Um, the vinyl, when they released it, they talk about uh, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre on one song. It was like a single they released. The vinyl itself was in the shape of like a, a saw blade, and it had blood splatter on the inside that would actually move. It oh, was yeah, so cool. trippy. Yeah, yeah well, it. they're doing stuff with physical records now mm-hmm. that they weren't doing back then. And then Lady Gaga's Chromatica but. record came out. They released two different ones. Granted, this isn't like super creative, but I admired her effort because she's Gaga. One of them was fluorescent green, and that actually I think was hinting oh, yeah. at Dawn of Chromatica, which dropped yesterday. The re- is that the one where all the remixes? Yes, it's EDM there. remixes. I have a few albums like that. Like one of my albums by uh, Death Haven. Yeah. Um, it's pink, like pastel pink. It's really pretty. Another one's uh, like clear yellow. Yeah. And then I have a King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard album because it was on sale. I don't listen to them much, but I was like, this looks cool, and it's yeah. red and black. And it has like some cool triangle designs on it. Do but. you think there is a website or a platform or whatever where, and if the, if there isn't, this would be a killer idea, where you can literally put whatever songs you want on a vinyl, 
can be whatever song. And just order and the, vinyl. No, 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 no. You can not only do that, but you can design it how you want to. That would be expensive. That would be, that yes. would be like a hundred yeah. to like three hundred. Yeah. yeah, like I try it, to get used anytime I can. Huh. Yeah. Second and go Charles to Discogs. Yeah. Discogs is a really good Where's website. That? It's a website called Discogs. Oh, yeah. And they have, like, where you can go and buy or sell. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, There's yeah. this, uh, I think, like, Vinyl Me Please. They used to do this thing where uh, you pay your subscription. Yeah. And they'll send you a vinyl oh, monthly. Yes. So it's like and one of them stuff for vinyls. Yeah. And one of them's cool design. Like, and this has been going on since, like, 2014, 2015. Yeah. But, uh... And then they'll send like used records with it too. Oh yeah. But there are also like places where you can go, and I think it's like, you know, ten to twenty bucks, and you get like twenty random records. Yeah. And they'll just and then that's that, and they can yeah. be in horrible condition, they can be in good. And since know. like since like this whole episode, first airing episode has been about like music mostly, and music platforms. Um, I've always wanted to like do something where like since we're on the topic of vinyls, like where you. You basically, like, say, for example, since, you know, we're in the horrible time of COVID, like, you knew someone was going to pass on soon. What if you, like, put together a CD or a vinyl, and it was literally them, but in music form? It, it told There's their story. There's actually places where you can get people's ashes put into vinyl records. I heard that. I didn't know if really? it was fact or yeah. not. I didn't know that. Yeah. Kind of crazy. Like, like you can get it pressed into the vinyl. Yeah, I love that. But going back on, like, album design, I want to go back to Billy's. Billy's album... Very unimpressed with the artwork. With the artwork and the beginning merch. She just dropped some yesterday. That's a little bit better. And it's designed by someone I follow, and it's like just a bit more characteristic. Got more. Well, I think I think honestly, I thought it was so lazy. Yeah. Well, here's the thing about the album artwork on her uh, new album. I think it's just I was expecting more of what was on the Vogue cover to be on the album. I was expecting it's like. Not Oh, she's giving like, us body. It. Like, you know, I love it. When I saw that Vogue cover and people were, like, giving her so much crap about it, um, I was like, are you serious? Like, just let her live I her life. It. I love it. And people were like, oh, she's waited this long. It's just strategy. I'm like, screw strategy. I, uh, I didn't think anything of it. I, like, I even looked up the album cover, like, to see if there was any information about it. I couldn't really find anything that I thought was, like, just huge. And I, I just thought it, when it, again, like, played into the theme of the album, because, like, she's shedding a tear on it. Like, if you look closely. Like I said, it doesn't have anything to do with the picture. I think the design is I mean, yeah. Unique. It's not what the is most What is happier and than ever, and it's not good. And then, it, my problem was with the merch, especially. The merch, very lazy. It had the happier than everything on, mm-hmm. like, almost everything, and it didn't change. Mm-hmm. Like, there was, it was nothing It was very copy and paste. And it was so, yes. Yeah. And it was so expensive, and I'm like, I would never pay And, like, that's the thing, like, I really wish that, like, more artists would understand is that, like, the more creative you are with your merch, the better it chances you have of getting together a bigger crowd. Well, yeah. since we're on the topic of album design, let's talk about Nirvana. And how oh, they yeah. got hit yeah. with a, a lawsuit. Yeah. Love that transition. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Great <laughs> transition. Segway. <laughs> but, but, um... Wow, I, I read a lot into it today, and I didn't take any notes about it, but that's okay. That's okay. <laughs> um, so. Basically. The, yeah, basically, this dude, 30, or like 20 years later or so, was like, yeah, I'm not cool with this. It's uh, like, you know, it's ruined my mental health. Uh, I can't go anywhere without people knowing that no they've seen... No one knows who you are! <laughs> yeah, and he's like, he's like... They would have never known if There was a quote where he was like, he went to a baseball game, and he's like, man, everyone in here has probably seen my... Yeah. <laughs> and then, but like, and then I read into it, right, and like, about how the photo was taken, and apparently, uh, like, Kurt just wanted, like, a baby submerged in water well so the like night before or something they had seen they were watching videos on tv or something about like water births yeah and stuff like that so they were like oh, this would be really cool yeah and so what they knew the photographer and the photographer the photographer was like in an, in the art school with this guy's dad apparently right i don't like, know they knew each Here, other here's what well, here's what i read they like uh they pulled up this book for like photographers and they there was this one guy who was like he specializes in submerged photos of people. 
And they were like, oh, this is the guy. <laughs> like, if you find someone who specializes in taking photos underwater for people, then yeah. And, but they hired, but it was a week-long process, and they got a lot of, like, um, babies to come, mm-hmm. and they had parents holding the baby in the water, and they yeah. were taking pictures. Like yeah, and they had this long debate about, like, what else to throw in there, and they were, like, at first just a fish hook, and yeah. then they were, like, a hot dog or something, and yeah. they were just being super random with it, and then someone said money, and they went with it, and, but they were throwing this party, and they, the photographer, like, they may have been roommates or something, like you said, but he was like, yeah, you want to make 200 bucks if I could take some photos of your son, and they were at this party, and then they just take the son without the guy knowing, and, See, and that's what he that. said, but that's, that's where I'm like, because, okay, because they did a whole week. What about the other shots? Shoot. That's what I'm saying. Like, what about the yeah. other shots of, like, the band in the pool and stuff? Yeah, like, yeah. Wasn't it not all the same thing? Mm-hmm. Like, But that was the dad saying that. That wasn't the son saying and it. Here, here's the thing. He's You also mentioned how he said that his parents didn't give permission to do this. Yeah. But, like, what happened in between all this? Was, like, why haven't the parents spoken out before? When yeah. it first came out, exactly. why didn't he say something about it? Even if his parents, like, well, apparently parents they got a platinum record from it this too. This is this but. is like this is like strictly my opinion, and like honestly, like I mean, I don't know, I don't know this dude, I don't know what he's been through. I am not going to speak on behalf of his feelings at all. But yeah, like I'm not negating think, that. Yeah, no, I'm it's not. It's a real thing. Just, yeah, I'm not like you know drifting away from the fact that like this may seriously have caused an yeah. impact on his mental health. Yeah, but what absolutely. I'm saying is. In the day and time and era that we live in now with TikTok and social media, one person comes forward with a photo saying, there's a rat in my McDonald's cup. I think it's a situation like that where he just wants clout. He wants the yeah, attention. and like money maybe. And money, yeah. But it's also, like, if you want money, why don't you just say, can I get some, what, um... Compensation? Yeah, for like, called. because it's not his photo, but it's of him. Yeah. So. He's asking for like 150000 from like 15 different people. From and 15 different people? What the heck? Yeah, oh, like, Lord. associated with it. Like, one from the photographer, uh, Cobain's, like, estate, you know, and all that. But I I kind of get it. Like, I brought this up to people who don't really listen to music. And they were like, yeah, that's messed up. They should have given him money. They should have, like... I mean, yes, I think he should be paid because yeah. he was on the cover. Yeah. And I get that. It's somebody's face. You own your face. But also, face. he didn't that. have, like, consent. You know, he was a baby. And I get it. To say that it's child pornography that's kind of what i was like this i is, think it's a little sense. too far i yeah, don't think if you look at that and have ever thought that that's child pornography it's like that is your personal that's your problem. problem that you need to step back and assess and be like why is my brain telling me that's child pornography it, isn't there already ver- like censored version well they already wanted when there was posters up and stuff they put stickers over it like in certain well no i remember like that that's what i remember when i was a kid like seeing the album cover it was always covered because my dad like that's I've where i've seen some without it like photoshopped it out like that's where i got my music taste from was i, my I started dad. thinking i was like should i go out and get the vinyl with it on there just in case they saw it. Yeah, because, like, I mean, I remember seeing it and being like, oh, that's, that's, that's something. Like, you know, like, I I saw it for the first time. I never thought of it like that. Yeah. But it was just a shock to me. Like, I was like, oh, it's It's a child making a pool. I've never seen it censored. I think I saw it when I was seven. Like, my sister just showed me because she just put it on and I never really thought anything of it. I just I either it saw it. Album. I either accidentally saw it in my dad's uh, music library when I was younger. I want to say I remember that. Or... It's probably because I walked into Spencer's from a very young age, and they had artwork album or album yeah. artwork on. It's just like comics, yeah, yeah. Like, but I get like him, like saying, uh, like it's affected his mental health, of course, and stuff. Yeah. But but like that's like saying like your parents taking home videos of you like in the bathtub as a kid or something. It's not... Like, I don't agree with that. Thing. Because one, it's everywhere. I'm not, I was about to say, I'm not saying it. your parents were like, hey, come watch my kid. Like, obviously yeah. as an adult, you're like, this is kind of embarrassing. But yeah. it's not like... I don't feel violated, necessarily. Yeah. But, I don't know. I just think he should not come out and be like, this is child pornography. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, that's a bit of a strong statement. I would have re- rethought that through. Yeah. But, but um, to each their own. Yes. Absolutely. Thanks for listening, everyone.
that's not it. Dropped <laughs> <What>? it. <laughs> we, we, we're trying. We need to know just anyway. You know. Thanks for listening, guys. We'll be back next week. Yeah. With a new episode. Whole new topics. Might be a random episode. Yeah. So we're gonna put a bunch of topics in a hat and pull it and or pull them out and whichever they are we talk about. Yeah. So yeah, so we're also we're also gonna do um video a, next week. Yeah, we're gonna do video, video next week. We're also planning on doing a decades episode that I'm really excited about. We might um, dress up. We'll we will <laughs> probably dress up for that, so hopefully we'll have camera quality by then. But anyways, yeah. Anyway, yeah. Thanks for listening and catch you guys next week. Bye. Bye.